Welcome to ESMA Open Podcast. Today, Professor Jacek Jassim will give us the highlights of the San Antonio Breast Cancer Symposium that was held last December. I welcome Professor Jacek Jassim, and may I ask you to give us some practice-changing highlights in the neoadjuvant treatment of breast cancer. Uh, in my opinion, uh, the most important study in this area was the ADAPT study uh, performed by German, German investigators in cooperation with Roche. Uh, this study included uh, 376 uh, breast cancer patients who were randomized to either 12 weeks, weeks of a new adjuvant uh, therapy with uh, TDM1 uh, with or without endocrine therapy, and the third control arm was trastuzumab plus endocrine therapy. This uh, study, of course, included HER2-positive patients. Uh, the patients after the surgery received standard chemotherapy at investigator's discretion and completion of one year trastuzumab was recommended. And the, the, the main, uh, the primary endpoint was PCR. Um, the difference between uh, arms including TDM1 and uh, a control arm including trastuzumab plus endocrine therapy was striking. Uh, PCR rate was 41% in TDM1 alone, and a very similar rate with TDM1 plus endocrine therapy, versus 15.7% in patients uh, administered uh, standard arm, that is uh, trastuzumab plus endocrine therapy. Perhaps I, I should also mention, which is clear uh, based on the, on the therapy administered, that these patients uh, had also uh, positive uh, steroid recept uh, receptors expression. So this is HER2, ER, PR2 uh, patients. Uh, the, the study also included uh, biological part, translational part, namely the patients were uh, 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 submitted to a biopsy after uh, two weeks of therapy, and this is uh, uh, this part will be also presented on other uh, occasion. So, short therapy of 12 weeks with uh, TDM1 is definitely more effective than standard therapy with trastuzumab alone or with trastuzumab and endocrine therapy, and likely this will be in the future recommended as the recommend as first-line uh, therapy in HER2-positive uh, patients who are candidates for new adjuvant treatment. Uh, this is one of the studies performed in this population. To remind you, there were also some other studies showing that uh, a combination of trastuzumab with another uh, uh, anti hatu agent, be it uh, lapatinib or patuzumab, is more efficient than trastuzumab alone. So it is likely that trastuzumab alone will not be considered the best option in this uh, patient population. Thank you very much. And were there also some practice-changing studies in the adjuvant setting? Yes. Uh, among the studies presented in San Antonio, one trial uh, attracted a big attention. This was a phase trial of adjuvant capecitabine, breast cancer patients who had two positive 
pathologic residual invasive disease after new adjuvant chemotherapy to create a study. Uh, this study was done by uh, Japanese and Korean investigators and included patients with HER2 negative residual uh, invasive cancer who uh, had uh, received anthracycline and or taxane containing uh, new adjuvant chemotherapy. And the patients were randomized to uh, hormone therapy uh, with radiotherapy as appropriate with or without eight cycles of uh, capecitabine at the dose, standard dose of uh, twice uh, 1250 milligrams per meter square. And uh, the study included 900 patients and uh, the relative dose intensity of capecitabine was around 80% and uh, the capillary analysis performed at two years for disease-free survival uh, showed uh, an apparent um, benefit of uh, uh, capecitabine perf uh, administered in this setting with two-year disease-free survival for 87% uh, with capecitabine Cape cytabine arm versus 80.5% in the control arm, giving the hazard ratio of 6.0688. That is a reduction of the risk of relapse uh, in the range of uh, 31%. This uh, difference was highly significant at the level of uh, 0.001. And there was also some improvement in two-year overall survival. Uh, the respective values were 96.2% and 93.9%. So the conclusion is that uh, the, there is an apparent benefit of eight cycles of uh, capecitabine in addition to standard adjuvant uh, therapy. And uh, it is likely that this... Uh, uh, the results of this study will uh, be another step in personalized treatment uh, based on response to primary systemic treatment. Thank you very much. And were there also studies that you consider practice changing in the metastatic setting? Among the studies uh, performed in, uh, in the metastatic setting, perhaps uh, the most important uh, was a... Teresa study, uh, which compared uh, trastuzumab uh, that is TDM1, uh, versus treatment of physical choice in patients with previously treated had 2 positive metastatic breast cancer. Uh, in San Antonio, the final results of overall survival were presented. And to remind you, Teresa's study compared uh, trastuzumab versus physical choice in patients uh, with uh, HER2 positive tumor in metastatic setting. And these patients were requested to receive uh, previously both trastuzumab and uh, lapatinib, both therapies in, adva uh, in advanced setting. They were also requested to have previous tr uh, treatment with a taxane. Patients were randomized 2 to 1 to receive TDM1 uh, at standard dose uh, or uh, 
physician's uh, treatment, uh, physician's choice treatment, and including 602 patients, uh, 404 in TDM1 uh, arm, and 188 in uh, uh, physician's choice arm. 93%, that is 47% uh, of patients crossed over from TPC to TDM1. Uh, overall survival was significantly longer in, in the TDM1 arm versus control arm with uh, respective overall median overall survival of 22.7 versus 15.8 months giving a hazard ratio of 0.68. This difference was highly significant. Uh, so probably in this population of patients with advanced breast cancer who previously received uh, a taxin, trastuzumab and lapatinib, treatment with TDM1 uh, is apparently more significant than uh, standard therapy uh, based on a physician's choice. Thank you. And were there any studies that gave an outlook for new biomarkers on the horizon in breast cancer? Uh, yes, a very interesting study was uh, presented uh, in San Antonio, which um, investigated the impact of uh, persisting circulating tumor cells in high-risk early breast cancer patients during follow-up. And uh, um, this study was... Uh, run in patients who received adjuvant chemotherapy with uh, three cycles of epiruzipicin fluorocyl cyclophosphamide followed by either three cycles of docetaxel or three cycles of gemcitabine docetaxel. So this was a clinical study which included translational part, namely collection of CTCs. And CTC positivity uh, was defined as at least one uh, circulating tumor cells in seven and point uh, milliliters of whole body, uh, whole blood, sorry. And uh, uh, the data, the available, available data were for uh, around 1,100 patients out of uh, 3,700 patients randomized in the trial. And the CTC status after two years of chemo, after chemotherapy was positive in 204, that is 18% of patients. And in this group, there was uh, an apparently much worse uh, outcome in terms of disease-free survival than in patients with negative uh, CTC uh, um, test. Uh, the hazard ratio was uh, 2.13 uh, so the, the 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 prognostic value of ctc was also independent from uh, hormone and her2 status so, uh, so the conclusion of the authors is that uh, the the presence of ctc um, cells in the blood two years after uh, completing of chemotherapy is highly predictive of further outcome. And this may uh, allow not only predict patient's out outcome, but also uh, may uh, serve as a surveillance marker and perhaps also it may change the, the management of these patients.
Very interesting. Um, as far as I know, there were some studies that presented the long-term follow-up of previous studies. Are there any that you consider of um, exceptional interest? Yes, I, I should mention the long-term results of the BCIRG006 studies was one of the studies uh, uh, using trastuzumab in advanced setting performed by American investigators. And in uh, San Antonio, uh, reported were 10-year follow-up uh, analysis. Uh, to remind you, the study included three arms. The first arm was uh, uh, anthracycline-based uh, uh, anthracycline chemotherapy, namely AC, followed by uh, docetaxel. Uh, the, the, uh, and the two investigator arms including the same regimen in addition to uh, trastuzumab or a three-drug uh, regimen including uh, docetaxel, carboplatin and trastuzumab. This, is, this was an anthocycline-free regimen. The primary endpoint was uh, disease-free survival and uh, after 10 years of follow-up there were 876 disease-free survival events and uh, at this time the difference between uh, arms was uh, between two uh, trastuzumab containing arms was much smaller than in previous analysis disease-free survival was uh, around 75% for AC followed by uh, docetaxel and uh, trastuzumab versus 73% uh, in, uh, in the anthracycline free arm, this is TCH. And of course, uh, this study also confirmed uh, a, a, a superiority of trastuzumab containing arms over chemotherapy alone, uh, which was around 68% after uh, uh, 10 years. Most interesting finding of, from this study was the, an observation that uh, uh, the difference between both uh, trastuzumab-containing arms was much smaller than uh, in previous analysis, and it was also uh, seen in a, a lymph node-positive uh, group. Importantly, uh, trastuzumab uh, in co uh, combination with anthracycline uh, was associated with much higher cardiac toxicity uh, which was uh, uh, 24 uh, events in the uh, anthracycline arm versus four events in the anthracycline free arm. So the conclusion of the authors was, was that uh, anthracycline free chemotherapy in combination with uh, trastuzumab uh, showed almost similar efficacy and much lower uh, cardiac toxicity and should be considered a valuable uh, alternative to standard and most commonly used anthracycline-based chemotherapy. Thank you. Professor Jacek, thank you so much for giving us the highlights of the San Antonio Breast Cancer um, uh, Symposium and goodbye. Goodbye, it was my pleasure to